0: As-salamu warahmatullahi wa rahmatullahi wa bismillah, walhamdulillah, wassalatu wassalamu ala sayyidina rasoolillah, wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa man ba'du. So alhamdulillah, welcome to another episode of 30 in 30, in which we uh, discuss verses from the Qur'an that address matters of iman, matters of uh, faith, matters of theology and theological challenges. Today, inshaAllah ta'ala, in, um, in today's episode, uh, which is the 14th episode, we select a verse from the 14th chapter of the Quran. As you know, we select a verse from each chapter of the Quran. So today, um, it is the turn for al-juz uh, al-rabi' Ashar, the uh, uh, 14th chapter of the Quran. And specifically, uh we have a verse from uh Surat Ibrahim alayhi salam and it reads After Bismillahmen Rahim Wa e Te kuminculli mesa el tumu wa inta uddu ne tile to suhe insen a la walumunkafer. The verse says He has given you of all that you wanted of him. And if you try to count Allah's bounties, you will not be able to number them. Surely man is very unjust, very ungrateful. Now, this verse addresses um, one of the most fundamental issues of worship. Um, one of the most fundamental acts of worship, which is the du'a, praying to Allah subhanahu wa taala, asking Allah subhanahu wa taala uh, for uh, uh, asking Allah wa taala for his bounties and his provisions and and his sustenance and all different sorts of things that we ask Allah subhanahu wa taala for. Now, this verse addresses the issue of. Does Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept all of our du'a Hmm? when we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for something? And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for many things. Does Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala respond to all of our du'as? Does He accept all of our du'as or not? Um, And if not, then... How come when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in other verses, for example, ud'uni astajib lakum? Ud'uni pray for me or pray to me, and I respond to you. And in this verse, in which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, He has given you of all that you wanted of Him so the question arises we ask allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for things they either do not happen or in some cases the contrary of what we asked for happens how can we reconcile this with the verses of the quran like this one all right well Scholars have devoted um, uh, sections of their works to discuss this matter, and they have different approaches regarding this. Let me first point out something to you, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in this verse, He does not say, subhanahu wa ta'ala, وَآتَاكُمْ كُلَّ مَا سَأَلْتُمُوا Because that would translate as He has given you all that you wanted of Him. But see, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, He has given you of all. Hmm. وَأَتَاكُمْ مِنْ كُلِّ مِنْ كُلِّ ما سَأَلْتُمُ Meaning, He has given you of all that you wanted of Him. Hmm. He does not give you all that you wanted, but He gives you of all that you wanted. And from this, scholars said that there is a difference between Allah's response and Allah's acceptance. There is, um, as they would say, كُلُّ دُعَاءٍ hmm? mustajab Every prayer is responded to. وَلَكِنْ لَيْسَ كُلُّ دُعَاءٍ مَقْبُولٍ But not every prayer is accepted. Sometimes we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for things that on the long run, we see them as beneficial, but on the long run, because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He sees the entire timeline. Allah subhanahu wa taala knows hmm, the the consequences of everything. hmm. For us, consequences they're still going to happen in the future. But Allah subhanahu wa taala, past, present, and future, they're only applicable to us, and they're and Allah subhanahu wa taala figuratively has equal distance to all. hmm. It's not like the present is closer to Allah subhanahu wa taala than our future um or that our present is closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala than our past Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows them all equally equally all right so sometimes we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for something we believe we think it's it's beneficial for us but and it may be beneficial in the meantime but on the long run it's not and that is why sayyid ibn ata al sakandari radiallahu ta'ala anhu says rubbama mana'aka fa'ataak hmm. There are some things, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, there are provisions or things that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He may give you, He may bestow His bounties upon you. And these bounties are or consist of refraining, having you refrain from certain things, taking away certain things. And that in itself is a provision, and that in itself is a bounty. That in itself is a blessing, because whatever is taken away from you is taken because of a wisdom and for a greater benefit um, and for a better consequence. So every dua, every dua is responded to. Whenever we say, oh, Allah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala responds, abdi. I hear you, dua, my servant. But then we ask for something. Is everything we're going to ask for will be accepted? No. So we differentiate between um the response of a dua and the acceptance of a dua. Every dua is responded is responded to. Every time you 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 know you raise your hand and you say, Ya Allah, Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala responds to you. But will Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept everything you ask for? No, not necessarily. Right? If it matches what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala predestined, it occurs. But if it does not, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala either gives you something better in this world or compensates you for it in the Akhirah, gives you reward. In all cases, you're given reward. Every time you pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you are rewarded. The Prophet says, uh, prayer is worship. So every time you pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, number one, you are rewarded. If what you ask for hmm, is harmful for you now but beneficial later, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala predestined it for you, it will happen. Right? If it is something if what you ask for it is not predestined for you, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala compensates you and He could compensate you for it in this dunya. Or in the hereafter. So in all cases, whenever you pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He gives you something. He gives you something every time. He has given you of all that you wanted of him. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, every time you pray to him, he gives you something. Either he gives you what you ask for, or he gives you something better, or he compensates you, or he holds it off until you know the right time comes for it. And so on and so forth. And each and every one of us, you know, we have experiences in our lives in which we were asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you know, uh, uh, eagerly for something and we were very keen for it, but then later on we discover that what we asked for, you know, was not really going to work. It was not really beneficial. And we say, Alhamdulillah, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did not give us what we asked for. And sometimes we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for things and we want it at a certain time But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give it to us at a better time We say, subhanAllah, He is all wise He, he provided, he, he gave me what I asked for But at the time, you know, that was suitable at a, at a perfect time, at an impeccable time So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives us of all that we want from Him Gives us of all that we want from him, and lastly, you know this notion that the du'a that is accepted. We said every du'a is responded to, but the du'a that is accepted is the one that matches um, uh, what is predestined uh, uh, in the eternal knowledge of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. And I like to explain this by an example, by a you know um, a, a metaphor. Um, whenever people, you know, tell me, look, we asked Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Uh, ya Sheikh Ahmed, I have been asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for this. I have been asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for this. And I give them this metaphor. I say, look. First of all, al-qadr, predestination, or what takes place in our world, is like a matrix. It's not linear. It's like a matrix. You know, because you know, you went late to that interview, so you got rejected because you went late. And because you got rejected to that interview, you apply to that other job, which you got. And then it's at that work is where you met your spouse. So you got married and you're very happy that, you know, uh, 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 that you married the spouse that you married to. So that was because of something that took place in the past. Related to your work, for example. And so on. So it's like a matrix. And perhaps you got delayed because you called, uh, you asked for a, you know, for an Uber. And while you were going to work, the car broke down and you couldn't find somebody to fix it. See, all of these things happened so you could meet your spouse at that other job. See. So Al-Qadr is like a matrix. So this is number one. Now the metaphor says, let's assume that there is a, there is a, uh, a busy road, traffic, cars are stalled. They're not moving. One is saying, "Ya Rab, Oh Allah, hmm. make the road go. You know, make the road open. You know, my wife is pregnant. I want to take her to the hospital. Uh, uh, she is giving birth, and he is asking Allah eagerly to open, uh, to open the traffic. On the other hand, somebody." knows that there is a gang or somebody who is waiting you know to harm him at the end of the road right. but they're buying themselves they you know they try to buy time you know perhaps you know if they wait too long they don't find him you know they will just walk away so he's asking oh, Allah please keep the road busy i don't want to you know i don't want to get caught by this you know people that are going to harm me at the end of the road now these are two individuals In two cars next to each other in the same road, one is asking for the road to open, the other is asking for the road to remain uh, 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 stalled. Which one? (laughs) Which one will take place? Both are asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Well, the dua that will take place is the one that would that matches what is in the ilm of Allah, what is in the knowledge of Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala, what is predestined. So that is the dua that will take place. All right. The other as we said is figurative or in other words it is responded to but not accepted. All right. Now one might ask, one might ask, well if the dua that will take place or that is accepted, is already what is in the eternal knowledge of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So what's the point of it? Okay. Two things to mention here. Number one, dua is an act of worship. It's not You're not ordering from a delivery service. Dua is an act of worship. It's an act of submission to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because you don't know what you ask for. Is it going to happen or not? right? So dua is an act of submission. Dua is, is about being centered uh, around Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, not around yourself. It's about submitting to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So dua fundamentally is an act of worship. <inaudible> Those who are arrogant not to pray to me, hmm. uh, as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran. So Uh, uh, du'a is an act of humbleness, of an act of submission to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's about being centered uh, around Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and his predestination. Um, So that is number one. It's an act of worship. Number two, du'a is a metaphysical cause. And things that take place in this dunya, they take place... Um, uh, and obviously, all the causes that we see in this dunya, um, uh, they are, as we say, they are figurative causes. You know, the the only doer is Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. But Allah Subhanahu wa Taala has ordered this world that things take place when certain conditions are met. So, for example, um, if we are thirsty, we when we drink. Mm. We we quench our thirst. All right? When we are hungry, we eat. All right. Uh, 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 and so on. so we, when we eat, we feel full. And so on and so forth. All right. Now, if it's predestined that we feel full without eating, it will take place. If it's predestined uh, that we yeah, that we quench our thirst without drinking, it will take place. So a person who says, you know, if it's predestined, it's gonna happen, so why do I make dua? Well, same thing applies to drinking and eating. Well, if it's predestined, that you're gonna quench your thirst without drinking, it's gonna happen, But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has ordered us to seek the conditions and seek the causes of things uh, while, again, the apparent causes, the figurative causes, while believing that everything is in the hand of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. Everything that comes to existence is by Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. Right. So, um, du'a, we we make du'a because it's a metaphysical condition, um, and every act that we do. So, for example, um, you're studying for an exam. That is an act of du'a because, as uh, Maulana. Uh, Saeed Nursi radiallahu ta'ala anhu says, says dua is verbal and dua is by action dua is not only verbal it's also by action so when you when you ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant you tawfiq at an exam that is a verbal dua when you study for it that is an act of dua you're 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 you are in a state of dua mm. Um, your condition is a condition of dua. As long as you are seeking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in everything that you, in everything that you do. And alhamdulillah, we reach the conclusion uh, of today's episode and I hope inshallah ta'ala that this matter um, of um, acceptance of dua is uh, clarified. Walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.